The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Today we're going to talk about marketing in the government sector. Joining us is R.J. Crowick, who is the Principal and Chief Marketing Officer for Government and Public Services at Deloitte, which is a team of over 15,000 professionals across the country that brings a fresh perspective to help you anticipate disruption, imagine the possible, and fulfill your mission and promise. Whether you're at the crossroads of AI and workforce transformation, cyber and IT modernization, or digital and citizen experiences, Deloitte brings actionable insights to drive bold and lasting results. Yesterday, RJ and I talked about what was happening with the government in terms of technology and marketing trends in 2021. And today, RJ is going to give us his 2022 predictions for the government and the MarTech community. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with RJ Kroek, the Principal and Chief Marketing Officer for Government and Public Services at Deloitte. RJ, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for having me, Ben. Excited to have you back on the show and continue our conversation. Yesterday, we took a backwards look talking about what happened this year in terms of how the government used MarTech and what were some of the marketing messages they were trying to get across. My takeaway from the conversation is that the government is oddly like a startup in the sense that one of their main struggles is they can build a program, a product, a service but they're not great at getting that message out to the people. And they're starting to lean more on the public sector's enterprise technologies to get the message out. And obviously there's privacy concerns and all sorts of other stuff happening with the government and politics aside. It's complicated to get large scale messaging out to an entire country. Today, I want to continue the conversation, but take a forward look and talk about what you think is going to happen with the government as it relates to the MarTech community in 2022. Talk to me about some of your predictions for this upcoming year. There are three things that I think are going to take a renewed focus for the government next year. The first is, like you mentioned, the government's beginning to dip its toe in the water around use of enterprise platforms. It's an imperative because of the number, the sheer number of people that the government is talking to. So I see a big trend of using those platforms to automate communications and be able to give a more discreet, more tailored message to citizens coming from the government. My second prediction is that there's going to be a bigger push to speak to more and more diverse audiences 
gone are the days where the government will be talking only in one voice, in one message out to everybody. What I predict to happen in the future will be lots of messages saying the same thing in an authentic voice to more and more diverse communities. And then finally, my third prediction, I see that data security is going to be a bigger issue. Data security and privacy is going to be a bigger issue for the government, both as a regulator of it and a consumer, a user of it, in terms of as technology is disrupting the advertising and marketing world, what's the government's role to say what's okay, what's not, but also as a user to get the message out, how the government leads and determines what it is going to use, what tools, technologies, approaches it is going to use, and how it will guard and ensure data privacy and security will be a trend to watch in 2022. All right, lots to unpack there. Let's take that one at a time. You mentioned that the first trend that you think is the government is going to be using more enterprise services, maybe marketing automation, getting into segmentation. Sounds like what you're saying is the government's going to sign up for a MailChimp account. You'd be surprised the number of times they use MailChimp to get messages out. (laughs) But yes, I mean, that's the starter course for an enterprise solution. And I see a couple things happening. First of all, the major vendors are offering products that the government can use. The Adobe's, the Salesforce, the Granicus's of the world have government solutions to help automate communications. I'm seeing a lot of benefit for the government by using them. One cuts down on administrative actions by its people, gets the number and frequency of communications way up, allows the government to then focus on its mission as opposed to just communicating with people that are in its programs. So the fact that they are now offering products, they've been on the market for a little bit, the government's starting to move and starting to see the benefit of more transparency, happier people because they get more communications, and the double whammy hit of lower cost is too hard to pass up. I think it's funny that you say people are going to be happier because they get more government communications. Generally, what I think about with government communications is a letter that says IRS at the top, and it's not exactly something that I look forward to. When you talk about people being happier about government communications, it kind of gets into your second prediction, which is the government's going to basically get into segmentation and start talking to people based on their diversity, based on what socioeconomic class, based on their background, where they live. How do you think the government is going to get more diverse with their marketing messages? So as the platforms reach a wider adoption, in it is the ability to segment audiences and then tailor messages to them. I haven't seen in the past the government focus on here are elements of the population that we're trying to talk to or big users of the system. And so how do we tailor a message to them? Instead, it's just, this is the message, push it out when they even do that. With automated platforms and enterprise platforms, they now have the ability to segment and so can look and say, we want to make sure that different groups of people are taking advantage of benefits. What messages are we putting out? Are we covering everyone? and getting the message out to everyone? Or are we just going through a couple channels that may or may not be populated with a diverse audience? So the government's going to hopefully create some segments. And if you're a registered Democrat, all of the emails are going to start with the Biden-esque, hey, folks. And if you're (laughs) not, I don't know exactly how, let's say, President Trump would refer to everybody. But listen, it's going to be huge. (laughs) Yes. And even a look at different channels. If you're trying to reach a younger demographic, Are you advertising and getting the word out on social media? 
How are you using Twitch to get your message out? Time for a one minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then. And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. As much as I'm kidding around about sort of the bifurcation in terms of politics, I, I do think that segmentation makes a lot of sense from a perspective of, obviously, it's a broad audience, right? It's an entire country and probably the most diverse place in the world, at least one of them, multiple different languages, right? I'm going to target people that are living in Chinatown with messages that are in Chinese, in Mandarin, or native Spanish speakers. I'm going to target with a different language. What are some of the other segmentation variables that you're thinking of? You mentioned channel. I'm throwing out language. Are there other types of segmentation that the government should or will be focusing on? Socioeconomic status is definitely one. Race and ethnicity. Where people live, urban versus rural, often has a very, very different channels, very different approach to how to communicate out would be some of the major ones. All right. So that gets into your last prediction, which has to do with, all right, if the government's going to segment their message based on what language I speak, the color of my skin, the area that I live, you know, all sorts of different factors that go into how I'm going to receive their message, that means that they have to know a fair amount about me. Talk to me about what you think is going to happen with privacy in 2022 as it relates to the government and MarTech. Again, in the two roles that I see government playing in privacy, one as a regulator of what any company can do, and then two as a user, how is it using the data that it has to speak to its audiences? I don't see any major policy changes as a regulator going forward. I think it's going to be something that the government's going to watch very closely. I think it's something that could happen, but I don't see anything in the immediate future. What's most interesting to me is how the government's choosing to use its data I'd say in most cases, it's leading by example. It is hesitant, even where it has first-party data, to use it across programs, even within an organization. So if you do work with a government healthcare provider, it has the ability to, yet chooses not to, take information from one area of patients in one area of healthcare to translate it over to another to speed the ability to give the message. 
So give me an example. You mentioned healthcare as part of the government and that basically there isn't going to be or they, they choose not to but have the ability to share information across different parts of the government. Is this the CDC, the Center for Disease Control, doesn't want to talk to the Obamacare administration organization? Like who's not talking to who? It's even at a smaller level. It would be the equivalent of the department in charge of tobacco cessation doesn't share data that it has about the people that it talks to with another area of CDC, for example. So it's not even CDC to FDA, it's intra-CDC. And you mentioned that the regulations is something that the government is going to be looking at. Here in California, there's been privacy regulations that have basically separated it from the rest of the country. What regulations do you think the government's going to be focusing on in 2022? I think there's been a lot of interesting stories about social media and how people are tracking data and using that to give them more information. I think that will be the first area that the government's going to look at and really begin to put some regulation in and around. I think there's just too much public sentiment around the harm that can come from social media. And I think that'll prompt the government to look there first. It's interesting. You know, we talk a lot about social media and how we're able to use data from social media. Obviously, there's a lot of questions about Facebook specifically, but I'm sure all sorts of social media companies and their capture and usage of data. Not only are we seeing the private sector rallying against that with Apple creating more privacy concerns, they're also bolstering their own ad network at the same time. But I think that there's also the idea of antitrust. And we've seen a lot of lawsuits from both federal and state governments towards Google and Amazon about their anti-competitive practices. Do you see any regulation coming down the pipe for antitrust as it comes to big tech and marketing technology companies? I can tell you there's a lot of voices on either side of that argument. I don't know whether regulation will get pushed through, but I can tell you on antitrust in general, the the tone and tenor of the conversation is just increasing. I hear more of it on a daily basis. It's going to be an interesting year here in 2022. And my takeaway from some of your predictions, it sounds like a lot of the challenges that are facing marketers today are also going to be facing the federal and state governments in the sense of adoption of marketing technology figuring out how to diversify and better segment their customers, but also the departure of data and questions about privacy. Also a big concern. RJ, I appreciate you coming on the show and telling us a little bit about what you think is going to happen for marketing and government in 2022. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me. I enjoyed it. All right. That wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to RJ Crowick, the Principal and Chief Marketing Officer for Government and Public Services at Deloitte for joining us. If you'd like to get in touch with RJ, you could find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is RJ Crowick. That's R-J-K-R-A-W-I-E-C. Or you could visit his company's website, which is Deloitte.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, just head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is MartechPod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Schaap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. 
And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.